With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. Ladies Cooper. From Mr. Kuba, from Mr. Kuba, from Mr. Kuba. Hey, we miss Kuba. We miss Kuba. We miss Kuba. We miss Kuba. Ladies, Kuba. From Mr. Kuba, from Mr. Kuba. Yeah. Welcome to the Bit Scooper Kuba. I'm your host, Kuba. And tonight, guys, we have another one on hand. Tonight, guys, we actually have another show on hand, guys. We have another great show that's going on today on the Bit Scooper Coop. Um, guys, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, this is the season finale of the show. Um, season finale of season three. That's, this is not the end of the show. So I just want to let everybody know that um, make sure you do. Um, and make sure, guys, you tell all your family and friends also, if they're a fan of Independence Day Resurgence, make sure they tune in right now because my guest today is actually doing big things in the movie industry. And when I say big, I really mean big, guys. Um, been in different movies, been in um, television shows. He's done a lot. And, guys, you know what? I'm going to stop blabbing at the mouth because you guys and that's listening worldwide is ready for this. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. Nate Warren. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. I told everyone. Oh, man, it's going great. How's your day going? It's awesome. Starting your career way more. Now, Nate, people listening to Worldwide right now, they want to know, how did you, when did you first realize that you wanted to become an actor? Uh, you know, I can't remember a specific moment that I first knew. I, I was always just like a really creative kid, very imaginative. I was always mm-hmm. daydreaming and creating these epic stories in my head and playing about in the yard or, you know, react, reenacting uh, scenes from like, television shows or films for my family. So I was always kind of like that performative kid, but um, I think I knew I wanted to make it a career after I saw a production, a theater production um, of Little Women, which was happening at the wow. Albuquerque Little Theater when I was in like the fifth grade. And I just remember sitting on the edge of my seat and thinking, wow, these people are so awesome. Like the costumes, the set, and and they're, like, doing it. And I knew that, you know, I really wanted to make that a career. And I was always so amazed that, like, people in television and film were actually getting paid to essentially play. Because, that, that, I mean, that's what we do as actors is we play. So 
I was always amazed by the fact that they could actually make a career out of something like that. <laughs> and and you know what? And a lot of people, a lot of people have to realize that if you have a dream when you're young about doing this, you got to run with it, and it's in your head for a reason. Yeah. So I congratulate you for what you've done already, Nate. You're like I said, you're doing Thank big you. things. You started when you was young. Um. What were some of your favorite shows that you like listening or watching when you were young? Oh, gosh. Oh, when I was young? Oh, Lord. I mean, I was a big cartoon fan. I watched a ton of cartoons when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, when I'm, oh, God, when I grew up, I mean, Friends was like a staple item of when I was like a, a teenager. That was like what I always watched. Uh, gosh, what else? I mean, I'm always going back to watch like Star Trek and the West Wing. Pretty big fan of that. Right now I'm watching uh, Bloodline and House of Cards. Still have to catch up on that. Uh, oh my god, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of Game of Thrones, and I just watched the finale, and holy smokes. I'm not going to say anything, but that was a pretty epic finale. And Nate, you know, I missed the season finale. I'm going to watch it, but I was watching... Um... Um, I was looking at comments on Facebook, and people were oh, blown away. Oh, you can't away. do that. that it'll ruin it for you. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, <sighs> but you know what? The good thing is the people that I'm following on Facebook, they will make comments saying something like, oh, my gosh, this really just happened. But they won't say any names, and they won't say what just happened. But they actually yeah. are boosting up that season finale. It's like one of the greatest shows that happened in this whole season. Game of Thrones. Do you agree? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I had to like promise myself not to look at social media at all until I'd seen the episode because <laughs> I don't know, I, I get pretty intense about this. I I am a I'm a Game of Thrones lifer now because I, I can't I can't bring myself to have it ruined. I'm like entrenched in the whole story now, so Mhm. Wow. And that's the thing. I'm going to have to watch the season finale, and Nate, I'm definitely going to have to hit you up and let you know what I thought about it because I'm hearing Please, nothing yeah. but good things. And I'm ready to hear this and see this myself. Right on. Well, you are going to love it. It's it's insane. So much happens. Well, I'm to see it now. You got actually hyped up. I think I'm going to actually catch it tonight because um, I actually have it dvr I just haven't had a chance to watch it. So I'm definitely going to watch it tonight. Um, Nate, did you have any mentors? Oh, yeah. Did you have any mentors that was helping you in the movie and television industry? Yeah, I mean, countless people. I mean, I've had so many mentors. And I, I also just, I try to learn anything that I can from everyone in the industry, whether it's colleagues or directors, writers, producers, uh, you know, casting directors, you know, you, you try to really learn as much as you can from anybody. And I do have one mentor that is based here in LA and she's fantastic. Her name is Dallas Travers and she calls herself the actor's advocate. And she totally is like, she's all about actors. And the funny thing is she's never been an actress. She's never been an acting coach. So she kind of has that separation. Um, and what she does is she, she really, like, helps to inspire and motivate actors and, and, 
especially when, you know, she gets beaten down day in and day out and you're kind of just struggling with what to do next or uh, how to take control of your career. And she really, like, I don't know, she gives you, like, the tools necessary to take that power back and and just go once more onto the breach. So, But I'm also really lucky. I have a, I have a good group of friends here, um, you know, and all over the country that, you know, we, we kind of help support each other and, and give each other feedback and create together. So, yeah, I guess I kind of consider, you know, everyone in the industry I meet to be like an opportunity to learn and grow. So. Yes, definitely. You don't, that means like you don't really know what's going on in the movie industry. It can hurt you at the end. If you don't have someone to say, right. no, you don't want to go that direction, go this way. And I believe this right here will help you out more in your career or do it better, like do it like this next time. I think if you have more of that, more of mentoring and coaching like that, and or even the people to just say, you know what, you did a great job, continue to do what you do. You know, that right there will help you a lot in this industry. And, I mean, this industry is full of sharks. And I'm not going to lie, I right. know it is. Um, and it's to the point where, if you're in there by yourself, you can feel like you're alone. So, Nate, I'm glad that you actually have someone that's actually, you know, that's there that actually got your back. So, congratulations on yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you, have to, you really do have to be careful about, you know, who you trust, you know, with your training or with your career. It takes, you know, a lot of, I mean, you should always be doing your research and always, you know, constantly staying up to date on what's happening in the industry because, yeah, you're right, there there can be, a, you know, there are some people out there that don't have your best interests in mind. They have theirs in mind. So it's, it's really crucial to be aware and careful about who you trust. But, yeah, I've, I've been really lucky to just, you know, work with fantastic people in the past. And so, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Now, um, for the people that are listening worldwide right now and – they are just getting introduced to you or your fans that are listening right now. Um, for Amazon. Oh. I might have lost you. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, I don't know if okay. it's me. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened, but what I was saying to the um, fan, I was saying, can you let your fans know exactly how you felt, how excited were you when you actually received uh, roles on the television shows um, like like Longmire in Manhattan, Dig, and Edge. Oh, God, yeah. These, these shows um, out there. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I mean uh, it was obviously – super exciting because I went to school for theater and I studied mostly acting and, and music and stuff. And, you know, I signed with my agent kind of later in college. So I was still fairly new to the film and television industry. And, and Longmire was probably one of the first things I booked. Um, and it was, it was so cool to book that because it was the first, well, one of the first professional projects that I was able to work on and uh, that's that's always just exciting to get your first gig it's kind of nerve-wracking but 
I mean, you know, to gain traction in the industry and, you know, on, on a popular show like Longmire, which, you know, is I think now in its fifth season. Um, yep. And that, that, it was great. It was such a fun experience. And, and Manhattan, I was not expecting to get, you know, multiple episodes on that show. And when it happened, I was just totally surprised and stoked. And things just kind of started cannonballing after that. And eventually uh, I was able to book uh, the Amazon pilot of Edge, which to date has probably been probably my favorite role thus far just because of it, it, its size. It was it actually intended – the show wasn't eventually picked up, but uh, it was intended to be a recurring role. And for a New Mexico actor – which I was at the time, that's where I'm from originally, it was kind of a big deal to get that type of a role, to play the younger brother of the title character who was played by Max Martini and, you know, working with Ryan Quantin and Shane Black, our director. It's, it was just, man, it was it was so cool, the whole experience. And, and that's the exciting part, you know, when you when you get a role where you know that you can fit in. And you know right. that you can nail. And those are the ones where you come in with like two hundred and fifty thousand percent confidence. Where you feel oh, yeah. that's the yeah, thing. Definitely. And I believe Oh yeah, and I believe Uh oh. I think I might have lost you again. I'm sorry, can you hear me now? Oh yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Okay. Oh, technology. Um, huh. Hey, I understand. I definitely understand. But I was trying to, um, what I was saying, as far as it goes about roles, um, tell everyone about the movie Space Between Us, or The Space Between Us. Tell everybody what that's actually yeah. about. And yeah, so it's a really awesome, uh, touching story. It's about uh, this young kid who uh, is born in space, and is growing up on Mars um, and has been in contact with a young girl on Earth um, who they sort of sort of start, you know, growing this friendship. And he has always wanted to meet his father and go to Earth and experience it because, you know, he's on, the, he's on Mars with a bunch of these uh, scientists. You know, he's kind of isolate there. So he's always dreamt of, of going to Earth and finding his father and meeting this girl that he's been kind of pen-palling with, essentially. And so it's kind of this course of events that gets him there to Earth, and, and stuff happens. It's about, you know, you got your drama, your, your rom-com, space is always awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a great movie. It looks great. I saw the trailer, and it, it looks like it's going to be really awesome. Uh, yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. I was able to work with Britt Robertson in a brief scene who she plays Tulsa, the young girl. And, man, she's she's so funny and, and peppy and, and charming and super ultra-talented. But, yeah, it's, it's great. I think it's going to be coming out in December. What is that, though? I think I lost you again, Nate. Oh, there we are. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on, but um, I got you back. So um, how did you find out about that role? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you hear so, last? Oh, I didn't. Um, I just heard it was coming out in December. Oh, yeah. It's coming out in December. Um, uh, I think towards the holidays, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely check it out. It's going to be it, – it's very touching and funny and – you know, you have your love interests, and it's all about teenage angst and, you know, finding your place in the universe, essentially. So I definitely recommend that people go out and check it out. Oh, there I think I lost you again. cell phone signal or if it's the technology or what's going on but um how did you find out about the space between so basically um yeah it's most things come through my agent so she usually gets some breakdowns of uh you know when a project comes at least through new mexico she'll get the breakdowns of what projects are coming and what roles might be right for me and sometimes you know you'll get you know, casting as an idea of who they want to see. Sometimes your agent likes to pitch you for roles that either you or, or they feel are, are, are good for you. Um, so I actually found out about from her. Uh, yeah, and went in, you know, you usually go in for uh, an initial audition, and depending on how that goes, you, you come back in for a series of callbacks, and then, yeah, from there you either you get it or you don't. <laughs> Were you nervous when you actually um, when you actually went out for it? Not really. No, I mean, I, I actually maybe I'm weird, but I kind of like auditioning. <laughs> I'm still at that point where you know, at the point where you know, you do, I do go in for like initial auditions, um, and I kind of just enjoy it. It's it's like, you know, my chance to work, my chance to show them what I got, and and in my callback, I was even happier because I had our director, Peter Chelsom, uh, in the callback and he just likes to work with actors. He's really for and about actors. So he's, he's, you know, throwing you feedback and asking you to try this way and then that way. And then finding moments where he's like, Oh, you know, that, that was really good. I like that. I, I hadn't thought about that before. That was a good, that was a different way of thinking about that. So it was, I, I really enjoyed the audition process. Nice, nice. I'm the same way. Um, I've been in two movies, getting ready for my third soon. Um, well, two short. Oh, congrats. Basically. Thank you very much. And I'm the same way. When it comes to auditioning, it's like you're trying to show people, hey, look what I can do. And that's what auditioning is, basically. It's showing people what you can yeah. do. And you get out there and you show the reason why you bust your butt every day to get to an audition, to do what you um, can to right. grow. As an actor, and yeah, oh, I think I missed that last thing. Did I lose you again, Nate? Oh, just for a second. Oh, okay. Under a cloud of like 
disruption. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, um, and that's what I was just saying. Basically, when you come in as a season, and you if you treat yourself and say to yourself, you are a seasoned actor, you can get this performance. And you go in there, and you're laid back and cool about it, and in your head, I mean. I believe you got yeah. better chances of doing it because the people that watch you audition, they can see the nervousness in you if you show it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you have to – I mean, that, that. I mean, that's part of – being a professional actor is you have to have the confidence to walk into a room and really know what you're doing and, and be able to take direction and be able to take more redirection and really make the part your own because, you know, that there's the easy choice, the, you know, the topical choice that, you know, a lot of people will make. And then there's a choice that's interesting or edgy or maybe risky or something that, something that sets you apart and you have to be confident in that and, and like I said, really know what you're doing and, and really have the training and the tools available to yourself so that when you get into the room, you're not distracted by things like nerves or, you know, however many people are in the room or are you okay with what you're wearing? You really have to kind of do that research beforehand so that when you get to the room, you can just work. You don't have to worry about external factors like that. What is it, 20 years in the making? It, uh, this should have been out, I mean, since part one. Part one was great. And now part two is out. And tell everyone about the character of uh, Marley Sullivan. Tell them, tell everybody about it. Oh, Marley, God rest his soul. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he perished on the cutting room floor. Um, it's one of those things. And the story really needs telling, and sometimes the most effective storytelling to complete that vision means that, you know, certain material needs trimming. And unfortunately, Marley scenes happen to be some of the material, but... Um, it's, you know, it's such a huge cast and so much is happening in the sequel. Uh, I just, I know they had so much more footage than they had screen time. Um, but Marley himself, he's an area 51 weapons tech officer who is basically a part of a team that, uh, researches and implements and utilizes the human alien hybrid technology for the defensive purposes of earth. Um, as a part of the section that uh, the government created called Earth Space Defense. Um, and in, in the film, he reported mostly to General Adams, who's played by Bill Stickner um, in the command center of Area 51. So who knows, maybe he'll appear in the, in the extended cut. Exactly. Exactly. So how was the atmosphere, you know, where people couldn't see on the camera? Uh, the atmosphere was, I mean, it was, it was such a blast. I mean, honestly, the moment I got to set, just being on set alone was such a surreal experience because I was a huge fan of, of the first film. I loved it and, and the cast and at the time the in, insane uh, visual effects that they had going on, you know, and you get on set and, and you're in Area 51. You're just absorbed into this world that's already been created for you and the cast and crew really just, they made it that much better. You know, the, they're, they're so professional and everybody was working so hard on the film. 
but we all somehow had a chance to like chill backstage and just have fun. You know, I sang show tunes with Jeff and the rest of the actors uh, in the scenes backstage. I think the director Roland had to tell us to quiet down at one point. Uh, you know, we just told stories and jokes and people were dancing and listening to music, you know, cause you try to keep the energy like going and light so that you can, you, you can stay in there. And, oh uh, yeah, it was such a cool experience. Did I lose you again, Nate? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's my my phone. I think my phone has it out for us. Oh wow! Phone behavior. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> um, what I was asking did did Will Smith ever show up behind the scenes to actually see any of this shooting of the sequel? Not that I know of. He definitely wasn't there when we were shooting. Um. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, he didn't come back for various reasons, but, you know, and he he, right. he was definitely, like, one of the most beloved characters from the original. And that would have been awesome if he showed up or could have been a part of the project. But, you know, various things come up and schedules and agreements and, you know, for whatever reason, he wasn't able to, to be a part of the project, but. No, he wasn't there, but we did, we got, you know, Jeff came back. We had the introduction of Bill Fickner's character and uh, Sayla's character playing the president, you know, Patrick St. Esprit, he, he also joined in. Like there, it, you have so many people coming back that it almost wasn't a bummer because you were able to, to hang out with Jeff backstage and, and see some of the original characters like Brent Spiner. So it was kind of a bummer, but it was still cool because the cast is yeah. awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're worldwide right now, make sure you go check out Independence Day Resurgence. You have to see this movie. It, I mean, the amount of hours and time they put into this movie is well worth watching. Yeah, it's it's intense. It's They were not lying when they said that everything is bigger in this film talking about exactly now um nate for all your fans who's listening and for the people that's new to you right now um can how can people find you on social media yeah uh so i i do twitter and instagram both of them are the same handle it's just at v nate warren for anyone who wants to follow my shenanigans <laughs> Exactly, guys. Make sure you go follow him on social media, and this is a great guy. Nate, he's doing big things. He's not finished in the movie industry. Nowhere close to being finished in the movie industry, guys. Make sure you follow him and know what's going on. And, Nate, here's a personal question I have for you myself. If there, if there's... Oh, I think I lost your question. Um, I say if there would be a part three of Independence Day, would you actually return? If you had a chance. Hands down, 100% yes. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll see you on part yeah. three also. <laughs> Producers, oh God, right. cast, yeah. bring oh. me and Nate up there. Planet. Hey, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Now, Nate, what is your ultimate goal as an actor? 
Oh, my ultimate goal is I really just want to do great work. I I want to be able to honor uh, the great characters and the stories that are written that you know reach people and provoke thoughts or you know elicit any type of reaction from a viewer. Because after all, you know we're all storytellers, and I think the point of this type of entertainment, like film and television, theater, is to investigate really the human experience and, you know, how we all relate to each other and connect and, you know, film and TV and theater allows us to kind of explore that. And I just really hope that, you know, my performances can move other people or make them think about something deeper in the way that other people's performances have moved me. So I just really hope that, you know, my at the end of my days that I will have done a good job and done done the roles and the characters, you know, the honor and the respect. Well, I think you've actually already started on that road already, Nate. Um, you have our honor and respect. You have the people that are listening worldwide right now, honor and respect, and your work shows. So, I Thank want you. To say once again, I appreciate that. Yes. yes, sir. And make sure you continue to stay on that positive path because, like I said, there's big things for you that's coming, and I do believe that. So I want to say right congratulations. On. And thank you, and you too. Got to listen to your own thank advice you. as well. Hey, thank you. Yes. Now, what advice would you give any male or female that wants to actually become an actor or actress in the movie or television industry? Ooh, I would probably sit them down and have an intervention. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I would, I would probably tell them uh, that this is one of the most difficult careers to pursue and that it takes a really tough skin and a steely resolve to keep going day after day. Um, but it can be really worth it. Um, I, I think it's important to really investigate the whys, like why would you want to do this for a career? The, the, the why is really important as well as defining what success and what successful means to them because it's different for everybody. Um, because I think that's one of the toughest things about the industry is that the, the, the disappointment or the, you know, it's hard to face rejection and it's, it's a tough industry. It can really beat you down. So, so learning to define what, is most important to you, what truly makes you happy is really important in, in staying the course and staying strong and, and, and resilient. And of course, you know, training and learning as much about the different facets of the industry, you know, behind the scenes, you know, producing, writing, you know, crewing. It, it's important to really understand how a set functions and how production is made from pre-production to post-production and distribution. It's, it's really important to just be knowledgeable and keeping up to date on the trends and the power players and, and the who's who, you know, and constantly watching, you know, film and television and theater and performance and supporting, you know, uh, supporting them. And, you know, cause you know, creation, that's what we're here to create art. We're here to, to, to collaborate and to work together and to support each other. So to constantly create is important. Um, cause you know, once you apply pressure, you have to keep applying pressure to the industry and eventually it's, it'll give. 
but also I think it's oh, important true. to just to just live your life and, and enjoy it, have experiences, meet people, travel. I mean, that's that's where your your best reach, research as an actor is going to come from, is from your life experiences and what you can bring to the role and to the story. So it's it's easy to get caught up in in the entertainment industry and the business and hustling and, and getting your career going. It's it's easy to forget to just live your life and enjoy it and be with your friends and family and experience, you know, the gift that, you know, we're all given. So That's advice that everyone needs to take in. Um, actually, believe it or not, Nate, that's advice that people can actually use that's even outside of the movie and television industry. So I want to say right, thank yeah, you yeah. for that. That was very deep. Um, ladies and gentlemen, worldwide, once again, make sure you follow Nate um, on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you go check out Independence Day Resurgence. Make sure you check out all his movies that he's got going on right now and his television shows. Check them out, guys, and make sure you follow him because I'm telling you, everything he's doing right now can't turn into the next big thing. So make sure, guys, you follow him. Nate, I know you're a busy guy, and I want to say thank you again for coming on the show, and I would love to have you back on the show in the future. And thank you so much for letting me be here and asking so many awesome questions, having a nice chat. Sorry about the connection issues. <laughs> hey, don't worry about that. Everybody enjoyed it. I enjoyed it myself. So we'll definitely have you back on the show again, Nate. I'll be watching Independence Day, and I will be following you on social media. Thank you. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was Nate Warren. And until next time, people, on the Big Scoop with Coop. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.